Hey there, Michael here. Three quick announcements. On Tuesday, December 20th, I'll be speaking with Michelle Carroll, host of The News Diet, a show for those of us who want to learn about news of the day without all the fear, anxiety, and depression that usually comes along with it. Michelle is doing great work in this space, and we have an in-depth conversation about what's wrong with the news, why it's dividing us, and what might fix it. On Monday, December 26th, I'll be releasing a special Boxing Day bonus episode with longtime guest of the show, Jay Shapiro. It's a more casual conversation and a break from the usual Where We Go Next format. Jay and I each picked a film for each other to watch, one that has been meaningful to us in some way, and we spend the bulk of the episode discussing our thoughts on both. Jay had me watch the 1998 movie SLC Punk, about two 20-something punks in 1980s Utah trying to find meaning in rebellion, and I tasked Jay with watching the 2008 film Wendy and Lucy, about a woman and her dog who get stranded in a small Oregon town on their way to Alaska. The films are on the shorter side. You can watch both in under three hours. So if you'd like to listen to this special Boxing Day episode and not be totally confused, I recommend giving both films a go. And feel free to email me at wherewegopod at gmail.com and chime in with your own thoughts on the films and our conversation. I'll make sure to pass your email along to Jay as well. Finally, last Tuesday, December 6th, I was a guest on a podcast hosted by Spencer Parks simply titled The Dictionary. The premise is simple. Every day, seven days a week, Spencer reads a part of the dictionary. He's working his way from letter A to letter Z and has recorded about 1,400 episodes so far. I was a guest on the episode that covers the words dial tone all the way to diammonium phosphate. We discussed the history of these words, Spencer has me make some weird sound effects, and I'm able to do something on his show that I don't often have the chance to do on this one, make a lot of really silly puns. It's a fun, relaxed conversation, and if you think this might be up your alley, there's a link to the episode right in the show notes. And if you're not quite sure, here's a clip from the episode to wrap us out. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next Tuesday. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Our first word in this episode, the beginning of page 345. We have dial tone. This is two words. This, I, I think this is a sound that I don't really hear anymore. I used to hear it a lot in my first 20, 20 30 years of my life, but not anymore. Mm. It is a noun from 1923. A tone emitted by a telephone as a signal that the system is ready for dialing. Yeah, it, you know, this growing up in the 80s, the 90s, this is what you heard. You picked up your phone. It was a, probably either attached to a wall or even a cordless phone, but no cell phones. And you pick it up and you hear a dial tone to tell you, okay, now you can start a thing. If you don't hear the dial tone, something's wrong or something's on, somebody's on the line already. True. And, and, and how many horror movies use that very trope? You know, they think that they're connected to the police and then all of a sudden the call goes out and the dial tone replaces the yeah. sound of the police officer answering your call and you know something's amiss right if there's no dial tone something's wrong i was just what well, i don't remember what i was watching literally in the last couple of days i was watching something and somebody's on the phone they're on a, the cell phone and you hear a click and i was thinking in my head it had nothing to do with dial tone but i was like that sounds like somebody's setting down a phone they're hanging up a phone not a cell mm-hmm. phone, but an actual right. phone, uh, a telephone. <laughs> I don't know what other way to describe that. And I thought that, I feel like they needed to put that sound effect in for the listener 
or the viewer to know, okay, they've hung up the phone. Oh, I think it was the... No, it wasn't that. Anyway, I thought in this day and age of cell phones, you you don't hear that sound anymore. I mean, you can click and then it, it ends, but there's there's not there's not that like kachunk sound that we used to hear next to that dial tone. That's very true. And you know, while I was uh, excitedly waiting for this recording, I decided to do a little bit of investigation into the history of the dial tone. Ooh, I want to hear it. Now, while the dial tone dates further back than 1919, in order to preserve my sanity and my time, I kept my research to the U.S. only. And in 1919, that was the first year that an American telephone company employed a dial tone. It was first employed here by the Bell System, which at the time had a near monopoly on the telecommunications industry from its founding in 1877 until its antitrust breakup in 1983. Before 1919, the company used what were known as Hello Girls, who would connect one line to another at central switchboards. You know, you'd pick up the phone, you'd hear a nice lady on the other end, and she would connect you to who you wanted to talk to. But once Bell began using automated dialing, in which a customer could simply dial the number they wanted to call and be connected without human assistance, they would sometimes begin dialing too quickly, and not all of their number entries would be recorded, which resulted in a wrong number and a frustrated customer. So by instituting a dial tone and instructing customers to hold until they heard the sound, the problem was solved. That's fascinating. And, you know, back then, 1919 in the 20s and the 30s, I mean, they had, well, I'm trying to think, they didn't even have a way to dial in a lot of those it, during that time. You know, it's just you pick up the little horn. But yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, man, I wonder, I wonder if the dial tone sound changed. If I can find an example of what the dial tone sounded like over the decades, I think I may, I may have to put that in here somewhere because... I can't imagine that it stayed the same over, what, a hundred years? Hmm. I'm not sure if it stayed the same, but all the research that I did about dial tone frequencies suggests that the dial tone, at least as far as we know, is made up of two frequencies, 350 hertz and 440 hertz. And when you sound them simultaneously, these frequencies match two musical keys, F and A above middle C when played on either a keyboard or a piano, Mm -hmm. which means, Spencer, if you're a skilled musician, you can use the dial tone to tune an instrument. I feel like I have heard that somewhere, but I didn't know it. So uh, it's it's F and A, basically. Those are the two. Uh, F is one, and then the other one is A above middle C. Yeah. Ooh. All right. How can we use that? I don't know if you know this. I learned this in high school, uh, that if you are on a a non-rotary phone, you know, a, a phone with the buttons that you can actually fake a rotary phone. If you if you want to dial uh, three, for instance, you could hit the button, the, um, the, the click one, the one that you hang up with, you can click it three times very quickly, and that will dial a three, which I think is essentially what the rotary phones were doing, is that when you would dial uh. a three, it would go click, click, click. And I it worked. I, I've made many phone calls in high school with this method. It's incredibly... Uh, slow and tedious, but but it does work. Yeah, you got to live the life of someone from the 1920s, just right. for a moment. Exactly. Um, oh, I, th- I think we're going to move on to the next word, unless you have any other uh, tidbits about dial tone. <laughs> I've exhausted all my dial tone tidbits. I may need you to send me your links, because I'll, I'll put the links in the show notes if people want to go learn more about dial tones. Yeah, you've got it. Happy to share. Um, 
do do you as you may or may not know i make a sound effect after each word do you have one in mind do you like a sound effect uh oh that's a good question do you have any requests no my brain is like tapped out with sound effects after doing this (laughs) hundreds of times um let's see so we could either do sound effect that sounds like not a human voice or if you want me to do a human voice that says something that takes us to the next round or the next word, I can do either one. Anything, whatever, whatever pops in your head. Okay, let me think here. I knew that you were going to ask this and yet I didn't prepare for it. So this is coming totally off the top of my noggin. But okay, I think I've got one. Go for it. Wow. I love it. That's a good one. It's the dictionary. 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 Dictionary. Dictionary.